Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. If you spent any time around young children in the past few years, there's a good chance you know the story of the Snow Queen, even if you don't realize that you know it. I won't mention the Disney film inspired by it because you'll just get its earworm of a song stuck in your brain. But the Blessed Unrest adaptation of this Hans Christian Andersen tale, currently on stage at the New Ohio, is much more true to the original, much more creative, and perfect for those young folks to attend, instead of just queuing up a video again and again and again. Get the young ones out to the theater with this all-ages show. I sat down with director Jessica Burr and performer Nancy MacArthur after a recent performance. Take a listen. I do like to start with everyone's name on the mic so that we have a voice to go with your name. So if you would say who you are and what you did on this here show. I am Jessica Burr and I directed it. And we also have... Nancy MacArthur, and I played Gerda. Gerda in what is the show? The Snow Queen. Perfect for the 5th of January. Um, so this uh, this show is probably at least uh, on its face, maybe a, the story is a little familiar to anyone who's uh, brushed up on their, their fairy tales or has young children uh, because there is a very popular Disney property uh, based on the same uh, old tale. But... Um, what is the Snow Queen? How would you, how, when you tell people come see the show, what are you telling them to come see? For me, it's a story of a really courageous young girl who displays her power in a way that is actually very feminine and not masculine. And women are often taught to be powerful in masculine ways. One of the things I love about Gerda is that she isn't violent. She doesn't have to fight for what she wants. In fact, she's really, really smart. And she asks for help when she needs it. And she's really compassionate. And that's how she gets what she wants. It's pretty awesome. There's tons of action, but there's no like fists thrown or hooves or anything else at any point uh, in the show. Um, and we haven't said this yet, but uh, while the show is appropriate for all ages, uh, it is definitely a children's show. It's, it's very welcoming to the children in the audience, which was something I wasn't aware of when I arrived, but was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm surrounded by a ton of kids. This is great. Um, Blessed Unrest, second show that I've seen for the podcast. First one was not a kid's show. Is this your first foray into the... The children's theater world? It is indeed. We were dragged in (laughs) by the new Victory Theater, actually. We were in residence with them um, in something called the Lab Works Residency, which is a wonderful program. And they were just immensely supportive and helpful because we really didn't know what we were doing because we have really never made theater for children. <laughs> well, this is, and this is where we get to what we were talking about before I turned on the mic and we got it. I love this. You used kids to rehearse. <laughs> we used and them. then we copy wrote their ideas. <laughs> brilliant. Yes. Get them while they're young. Right. Uh, not, well, I mean, not only like are you getting these brilliant, innocent ideas, uh, but you're also like getting kids interested in the theater. But talk, talk to me about that process. Like how did you, how were kids involved in what y'all did to make the snow queen well first there's evelyn your daughter and that kind of helps so you've got you know that home source right well, and I, that's yeah. always been um such a strong motivation for me as it was for for burr um to make a piece of theater for her kid um and and i and evelyn loves to 
hang out in the rehearsal room and I was like this is her fifth time watching the show too yes yeah she comes every night she's our harshest critic and our best critic most honest awesome (laughs) um and Gerda the main character is her same age so I was watching her like a hawk like (laughs) trying to learn the behavior of this 10 year old and then we brought in her fourth grade class and we played with them for a whole day as part of the new victory one of our workshops there Um, and it was incredible it was sort of an experiment to see how quickly they could pick up on abstract storytelling um, because so much of what we do is physical and nonverbal, and they just went with it and they took it beyond where we ever could have imagined it would go <laughs> so, so they, their minds worked ten times faster than ours and so then that was something that I had to learn as an, as Gerda how to make my mind go that fast and like you know knowing that a kid can change on a dime and it's and it's because they're just on to the next thing on to the next thing isn't it amazing that we all went through that and somehow have forgotten it yeah i feel like we we dull as we age in fact no but children really are sensorially more awake than we are and i forget that a lot but they see and hear and feel I think more than grown-ups, just literally because they have not been dulled down. And so as a theater watcher and maker, I really like to have a lot going on on stage at, at one time. I like to be a little bit overwhelmed, and I was sort of shying away from that until we brought the kids in the room, and then I realized if anyone can take it, it's them. That's brilliant. Like you led in exactly into the next question that I wanted to ask, which was how does the fact that it is for children affect what you put on stage? And it sounds like a, a, at first, like A, you can play very abstractly and not worry that they're going to get lost. Mm-hmm. B, you can do a ton of crazy stuff. Uh, so how did you build the wild movement that is going on on stage? Everything from creating a reindeer with two gentlemen and a couple of uh, antlers to, um, you know, frozen lakes and um, all sorts of uh, birds and what, how did, where do these ideas come from? Because you didn't steal it all from the kids, I'm sure. No, I mean, we're, we've been running an independent theater company for 17 years. And this right. is a big part of what you do, right? Like this de- device always. thing? Yeah, whether we're working with a scripted play or devising from scratch, we always work really physically. Um, and we also are used to working with a very low budget, which sometimes is a real drag, but also um, forces us to use our imaginations. Mother of invention sort of thing. Well, it's true. I mean, I've been doing it for so long that I can walk into a bare room with a bunch of actors and nothing else and we can make stuff just because that's what we've been doing for so long. This is why I do indie theater. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, It is the most fun. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for you Nancy, is this the first time you've done a kid show too? Like or is this uh, and and are Uh, you new to this style of working? Or are you, it's like, I don't know the Blessed Unrest Jam. Like, have you been well, in other shows? Well, I, I just joined the company a year ago. So the first workshop of the Snow Queen was my first time working with the company. Awesome. Um, but I was very much trained. I was trained in experimental theater. So I have a devised theater background and a lot of physical training. Um, so when I found the company, I was like, oh my God, this is my thing. It's perfect. Um, but it's still, it's been so new and so, so incredible to, like, when you say how did these things happen, I don't know. I mean, we just get bodies in space and enough brains that we can figure out any problem. 
Um, and, and we've had, there have been two workshops and one sort of mini performance before. This is the first full out performance of the Snow Queen. Yes, it is. But we have had a lot of building blocks along the way with different brains in the space. And it just feels like, you know, 17 heads is definitely better than one. I, and I just want to give a shout out to my actors because they are so capable. Like Nancy says, yeah, she has a lot of physical training and she really does. So I can ask her to do something incredibly difficult and ask my reindeer to do something incredibly <laughs> difficult, like squats with Nancy on their back for a really long time to music with lines. And they can do that. And not everyone can do that. So I am indebted to my actors. They are amazing. And you're also indebted to whoever did your sound. Uh, the soundscape yes. is incredibly yeah. important oh. here. You're talking <laughs> to a guy who runs a podcast. Yes. Like, of course, <laughs> I would be listening designer. to this. So, um, oh. yeah, w how did that work? I'm always interested in this as uh, an amateur sound designer myself. Oh. Um, how do you work, especially with devised work, when it's so the work is so dependent upon the sound, mm -hmm. but you're also developing the show? So uh, there's almost like a chicken and egg sort of thing going on here, like. Well, we, we know we want to do this. What, how, how do you talk to your sound designer? And how does your sound designer work with you to get you this brilliant soundscape that then fits with your piece? I have a brilliant, devoted sound designer. That always helps. Oh, she's a genius. She really is one of my closest collaborators. Um, her name is Beth Lake. You may not steal her. <laughs> she will get famous really soon though. Um, she is incredibly smart. She understands all aspects of theater and she likes to be part of the process from day one. So she has been working on this piece with us for over a year. She was with us in the residency at the New Victory and she just she comes in and she tries things in the room and especially working physically if you can't put it in the room, it's no good to you at all. So having her there is just a gift. And like I said, she's brilliant. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a good piece of advice there. Put them, put them in the room with you as you devise. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, and she also pushes us. Like sometimes um, I will <laughs> give her the room to lead and she will drive the room with sound and the actors will have to follow that. And then I get to sort of step out and watch that process. And I learn a lot from doing that too. And speaking of your process, uh, I understand there's a, a, this is where I give you guys a little plug. There's a little workshop coming up. Is that right? <laughs> there, is, there is, in fact. Yeah. We are teaching some workshops. They are happening. Tuesday nights. Yeah. Over the course of four <laughs> Tuesday evenings. And I can put in the dates. Don't worry. I have, they've got show notes. We can throw that in. I can mention at the end. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, so we're, we're teaching workshops in devising and physical theater. And we have been doing this for a very long time. Um, and I feel like sometimes we work in, in small spaces and that they're isolated. And we work in very specific ways that are now so much our own. Um, we've really developed our own language, both both we've developed our own language both physical and <laughs> literal <laughs> so we're gonna share that we want to we want to teach that to more people because when we get actors who are trained in sort of unusual ways we're always very grateful for that it's just like learning to speak crow it'll be great oh. um, crow is a very difficult language to learn <laughs> <laughs> come see the show if you want to know what we're talking about uh, so the show is the snow queen we're at the new ohio and y'all are here through January 14, correct? That's correct. Awesome. Tickets and more information can be found at 
www.blessedunrest.org. Wonderful. Thank you both so much for doing this. Great show. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you, Jessica and Nancy, for hanging out after the show to chat. You can catch The Snow Queen at the New Ohio, 154 Christopher Street in Manhattan through January 14th, 2018. Head to blessedunrest.org for a link to tickets and more information, both on the show and on the company's upcoming devised theater workshops. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Really? <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was wonderful.